rise and shine liberty loving patriots i think i got a news story right here in the background welcome to the chris ann hall show this is not chris ann hall this is jc hall glad you're here tonight give me a thumbs up if um if you hear me okay if my sound sound is rocking or not <clears throat> amen glad to be here glad you're here with us test one two are you guys out there i see folks in the chat room five by five thank you very much so sound is good wonderful glad i could fill in tonight as uh Dr. Hall is working hard. Let me finish getting my setup the way I need it to be. And we will get underway. Wonderful day in America. Wonderful day to be here. Hope you're happy out there, prosperous, healthy, doing well having fun watching the Democrats and lefties go nuts. Absolutely bonkers. Thought we'd do a little checking in around some of the lefty strongholds. Look at some of these great Democrat tourist sites that everybody is um, welcome to visit around America. Hope you don't live there. Come on in. Come on in, everybody. Join us. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up on your way in or on your way out hit the thumbs up before you're done today helps us uh with the sensors sensors and fact checkers lefty gatekeepers rant i don't know if i have a rant tonight i think we'll uh we'll see what happens <clears throat> Starting to get scared. FEMA, FEMA setting up camps. Don't be scared. Don't live in fear. Just pray and prepare. It'll be all right. It will be okay. Trust me. All right. Here we go. Thanks for being here, you guys. Uh, man, I see a lot of thumbs up. Hello, Missouri, Rhode Island. In the house, Southeast Texas, Western New York, welcome. Missouri, Jacksonville, Florida, welcome. Just right up the road. All right. Great. Good stuff. Fantastic. Glad you are with us tonight. All right. I think we're filling up. Good. Euless, Texas. SoCal. Welcome. Welcome from Ohio. Glad you're here. FEMA has been setting up camps for a long time. People's Republic of Maryland. Love you guys. Love you too. Glad you're here. Washington coast. State of Washington. On the coast. Fighting with the lefties we'll visit we'll we'll visit uh we'll visit the north west tonight help from oregon granbury texas texas in the house montrose minnesota in the house roanoke 
Alabama. And then there's a couple swear words in front of that that I don't say. Uh, Vermont, go Gators. We'll cover that <clears throat> just like that. SoCal, more SoCal. Tacoma, Washington, Santa Fe, New Mexico, Burlington, uh, Washington. Is that supposed to be M.A.? Burlington, Mass? What am I looking at there? It says W.A. PNW 95. <clears throat> Is that supposed to say M.A.? I think your M's upside down. Uh, Terra Hot, Terra Hot, Terra, Terra. I forgot how to say that. Indiana, Massachusetts. All right. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for coming. In June in Burlington. Yes, we'll be uh, we'll be there very soon. Very soon. Six trillion in new spending. Two trillion. Two trillion. Two trillion. And two trillion trillion more. Yep. Just keep on spending your your great 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 grandchildren's money uh, as the bankers print uh, print stuff out of nothing. Follow you where you can follow me on Instagram at JC Hall Global, and I think it's the same on Facebook. I don't put a lot of political stuff on. Facebook or spend much time on Facebook, but I, I think I post a fair amount on Instagram. If you want to follow me on Instagram, if you are on Instagram, if you want to be, I don't want to be on any of them. Um, I hate all of them, but uh, I just uh, have chosen to try to shine a little bit of truth light in that space for, uh, I guess, as long as I'll be able to be there or be able to tolerate it whichever comes first. So if you want to follow me, you can follow me at JC Hall Global. JC Hall Global cuz I'm wor I'm a worldwide phenomenon. So it's JC Hall Global. Um yep, Colton was hitting the hitting the weights. So you can see Colton on uh, I think I posted that on both both spots, Facebook, Instagram, our 15-year-old Colton. He's going to be a monster if he keeps uh keeps on the weights. Um Twitter, Twitter. I tell you what, um, if you want, if if you want to know about me and Twitter, then go find me on Facebook or find me on uh, Instagram and private message me, and I'll tell you about Twitter. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about that here. But if you're uh, if you're connected with me on Instagram or Facebook. I'll answer that question there. All right. Yeah. The real JC Instagram, JC, the great on Instagram, JC Hall. Yeah. JC. Yep. JC Hall. What is it? I have to look it up. Where's my phone? I don't know. I need to pull it up. JC Hall Global. I think that's right. All right. Let me type this in here. Insta. Uh, let me do it this way. Instagram. I'll show you what it looks like. Uh, on my page, if I can find it. Uh, let's see. Switch accounts. No, it's not going to let me do that. So I'll look it up here on Sam's page. JC. Yeah. JC Hall Global. JC Hall Global. And it looks like, well, here we go with this talking page again. All right. 
So let's get this all out of the way. We'll share, share that with you and you can follow me, uh, share screen right there and boom, not going to share audio because it keeps wigging out. Yep. That's me right there. JC Hall Global looks like that. There you go. There's Colton working out. And some of the stuff I, so some of the stuff I post. Matter of fact, I'll update you while we're here. So latest JC Hall post on Instagram. CDC now watching. This is from military.com. CDC now watching for cases of heart inflammation following COVID-19 vaccine. So apparently uh, quite a few young people are experiencing heart problems, heart inflammation after receiving the vaccine. So now they're trying to figure out if that has anything to do with the vaccine. And there is Colton working out all dressed up, got his, um, his uh, formal hoodie to the gym. Uh, let's see. Fauci. Fauci tells NBC vaccinated people do not need to worry about non-vaccinated or infected people. If you've been vaccinated, he says, calm down, calm down, chill out, stop being a freak. So you have all these people, which we've, we've said is ridiculous. So basically Fauci admits to it, admits that it's ridiculous. You watch these people who uh, they've been saying, no, oh, I got the vaccine, but uh, they're still walking around mask and double mask and triple mask and quadruple mask. Crazy. So Fauci says, no, you've been vaccinated. What, what are you doing? You don't have to worry about it. You're vaccinated, idiot. All right. So there's some of my posts. Here's um, post some stuff like this since Romans 13 teaches don't be lawless. When I stand for the rule of law by not complying with lawless government, I am following Romans 13. So shut up. Yep. So, and I post a lot of stuff on foreign, foreign affairs, all that crazy stuff. So, you know, it, of course, the weird thing about uh, Fauci, the, the thing with Fauci, I guess you have to choose. When, when do you believe the guy? Is he telling the truth now or is he lying? Was he lying before? Like, you don't know when the guy's lying. He's been so wrong and so flip-floppy. What, what exactly do you believe with this guy? I say believe nothing, ignore him, who freaking cares, and live your life. I don't take my cues from Fauci, but I, it's uh, – I just think it's interesting when you see the hypocrisy hypocrisy of it come through or the things that, you know, we've been saying all along and were targeted as crazy, radical, dangerous, et cetera. And then they eventually say the same. They, they say the same thing that we've been saying. They come out and confirm the things that we've been saying all along. So. So that's why it's, you know, it's interesting to note that when those things happen, a bunch of freaking hypocrites, just like, let me go straight to this. Uh, just like referring to this virus, virus uh, by referencing where it came from, by suggesting the origins and how it came about. So recall that. 
the entire lefty cabal, media cabal, was on its woke narrative about saying anything about saying the word Wuhan or China in correction in connection with uh, COVID in connection with the virus was racist. We heard journalist after journalist after journalist, newspaper after newspaper, website after website on the left and the left media cabal uh, calling all of us racist by suggesting that, hey, this thing, it's likely that it came from uh, China. Trump called the China, China virus. So now, lo and behold, just like just like we just mentioned, that eventually, eventually, when they can no longer no longer contain the truth, like sooner or later, the the locks bust, the chains break, the dam breaks, they they have uh, subdued the truth and hidden the truth for as long as they can. And, and eventually it starts leaking out. It starts breaking out and they, they go, they do a 180. And so here we are again, NPR of all people, CNN, MSNBC, several, several journalists are now apologizing. And now they're saying, uh, this Wuhan lab origin theory is worth a closer look. It's quite possible this thing came from a lab in Wuhan. It's quite possible that trying to get to the bottom of where an alleged virus may have may have come from and you mentioning the potential location of where the thing actually came from has nothing to do with racism. I mean, if it actually came from there and you say that it came from there, how is that racist? That, that you're just stating the origin. Oh, she's from Italy. Oh, you racist? No, no, no. She's from Italy, really. Oh, you're just you're just being a racist by you don't like Italian people. No, no. She was she's literally from Italy. That's where she comes from. Like she was born there. That's her origin. I mean, so this is where the woke culture gets us. And now when Biden entered into office. He actually issued an executive order, a, a woke executive order that basically declared using the term Wuhan or China or any, 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 anything that where you said this may have come from wherever. But he says China in particular, or well, he didn't say China, but he wants to avoid racism from Asians and Pacific Islanders in particular, is what he says. So you can't say Wuhan virus. So, so then uh, this thing constantly. So let me get back to that. Fact check. USA Today, Miss Shiara. Virtualone, I don't know how to say her name. She says she's from the Canary Islands and lived in Spain. I don't think she's an American yet. She does a fact check. And it it really, it really gives it really gives her a hard time. Like she really struggles with this. So they come up with 
this fact check claims on Biden banning the use of Wuhan virus to describe COVID-19 is missing context. Now, when you see the fact checker like Chiara say it's missing context, it means it's true, right? It means, yes, this actually happened, but we don't like admitting it. So I'm going to equivocate on how I explain this to save face for the lefties whose rear ends I like to kiss. That's what that means. Missing context. So she goes all through this where um, Turning Point USA was sharing this and, you know, it's viral and blah, blah, blah. And so the executive order, she says, well, it doesn't literally mention the terms, the exact terms, Wuhan virus or China virus. And then she goes on to share what the executive order actually said after after reporting, quote, attacks on Asian Americans increased during the pandemic. Attacks now. Attacks. Now, notice this. Uh, one of these, what is this uh, center? Some, some center. Stop Asian American Pacific Islander Hate is the organization. Said it received almost 4,000 reports of discriminatory incidents between March 2020 and February 2021. Now, I ask you this question. If stating that a virus from China came from China is a racist statement, then how are we to evaluate these, quote, reports of discriminatory incidents if saying a virus from China comes from China is a discriminatory incident? It's it's an interesting uh, conundrum there that we're supposed to now accept these these numbers if this is how they view it in the first place. Uh, so <clears throat> the executive order says, where are we? It says uh, we want to um, keep people from being discriminated against and stop xenophobia. So he says, I'm directing federal agencies to combat resurgence of xenophobia, particularly against Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders that we've seen skyrocket during this pandemic. So he directs the health secretary to issue guidance on the best practices to speak about this. And he says, uh, the statements pertaining to COVID-19 that refer to the place of origin has contributed to xenophobic statements in the country. Okay. So then the fact checker says, well, the claims that it, that it banned, that it banned the use. And, <laughs> and she says, this didn't apply to the public. As if, as if the reporting meant that uh, 
Biden made it illegal for ordinary people to say Wuhan virus. Like nobody claimed that, but she's got to throw that in her fact checking to, to make it look like she's she's doing something. But the question here is, so if Biden says we can't use language referencing COVID-19, that would be xenophobic toward Asians. Here's the question. Would the term Wuhan, using Wuhan, Wuhan virus or China virus or any variation of that, would that have been acceptable in the Biden administration after this executive order? No, of course it wouldn't. Therefore, in practice, he essentially banned these terms. So I, I don't think we're missing context at all. I think we understood it very well. We understood the consequences of an executive order said, I don't want to promote racism against Asians by using terms that would refer to the coronavirus and, and, uh, and, and promote xenophobia against Asians. Like, I think, I think uh, you know, we could reasonably conclude that all right, this, this pretty well prohibited the terms Wuhan virus or China virus, or any variation being used in the Biden administration. I, I don't see how that's missing context. I think it. I think we could call this. The fact check set, should say uh, it could be reasonably reasonably concluded that this this is a that is is factual. Though he did not specifically ban the terms by word, the direct consequence would be in practice a prohibition on using those terms within the administration. So then, what did what would that do? As a consequence, this would obviously influence and now what we've seen of them, of, 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 of the woke Biden clan saying, no, no, we're not going to investigate this halting investigations. We're not going to look into the or origins of this in connection with China, just not going to do it. And we know essentially Biden is a puppet of Xi Jinping and the Chinese Communist Party. And so that's that combined with the wokeism in his administration is going to give a pass to the China run WHO and the Chinese government. And we're going to uh, we're going to do our duty and look away and let China do whatever. We're not going to ask any questions. And then, of course, the athletes and the celebrities are going to fall in line since China essentially owns the NBA and China owns Hollywood. Uh, it's become basically the, the biggest revenue stream for Hollywood and for uh, major sports outlets like the NBA. Uh, China basically owns them. So they're going to do whatever China says. Is this thing still, is this thing playing again in the background? Let's go ahead and look at this article so I can get it off my page. Here we go, Channel 8 out of Portland. So let's visit, let's take a look at what is going on in lovely blue land, the blue cities around America. Here we go, Portland, our first stop in our lefty land cruise is Portland. Portland is on fire again. Congratulations, Portland. Good job. Yay. Portland, this Democrat runs uh, cesspool. Portland, the Rose, one of these groups, Rose City Justice, which is a BLM-ish group, and uh, the Black Bloc, the anarchist 
of Portland marked the one-year anniversary of the death of um, amateur adult film actor George Floyd's death by rioting and setting things on fire. So uh, I think it was Tuesday night, police declared a riot in downtown Portland as members of uh, Rose City Justice and the Black Bloc, actually Black Bloc in particular, began setting fires and destroying property, attacking private as well as government buildings, breaking windows, uh, set a dumpster on fire, smashing windows in businesses and uh, trying to attack government buildings as well. Several were arrested. Elizabeth Hall, Emory Hall, uh, Rihanna Miller Griffin, Jacob Myers, Jared Huber. Several of these people were already arrested and charged and uh, were involved in some of the uh, some of the activities last year in similar riots where they attacked businesses and uh, government property again. Oh, I didn't show you. Sorry. I did not show you the headline, but that's okay. Uh, if, if you're still on Twitter or access Twitter, you can follow Andy. Uh, no NGO last name. I, I, I never, I, I don't think I've ever actually heard his name spoken. So I don't know how to, pronounce his last last name if it's Andy Go or Andy No something like that but he wrote a book called Unmasked Inside Antifa's Radical Plan to Destroy Democracy but uh he uh he does good reporting on on all this uh the black bloc and the anarchists particularly in the Port, Portland area which is a hotbed of the anarchist movement which is historical. You can go to chrisannhall.com and look at my article, Anarchist Violence, which shares some of the history, uh, some of the history of the radical anarchist movement, revolutionary anarchist movement right here, chrisannhall.com. Click on Anarchist Violence under the latest articles, and uh, you can see some of the history of how the anarchist, radical anarchist, revolutionary anarchist movement developed in America. And just a little primer can lead you in some, some more study. But Twitter is a good, a good place to kind of follow this stuff. I follow some of these folks. And George Floyd anniversary rioters face multiple felonies in Portland. And notice... Listen, I don't know if you can see this. Let me uh, let me make this full screen. But full screen here, the guy, this guy on the left, first one, uh, not black. Uh, the second young lady, not black. Guy in the middle, not black. Uh, the lady next to him, not black. And the uh, maybe girl uh, on the far right, also not black. This is a common uh, common thread in the movement of these, this, this radical movement, they're all a bunch of pasty white uh, idiots. And somehow 
I, I, I still can't figure out how so many in the black community hasn't awakened to this. The fact that this is who's, this is who is leading. I'll show you guys, I'll show you guys a picture at some point. I don't have it up today, but I'll show you guys a picture uh, of the two authors of a book called burn down the American plantation. They're two pasty white, uh, trans genders and supposedly wrote the BLM manifesto and revolutionary abolitionist manifesto for the whole, the whole black abolitionist movement. So I, I just, uh, I, I, it's just bizarre to me that how many unassuming black Americans are led around uh, by these white anarchists who don't care anything about them, but they're using them to cause division and leverage the hate and resentment in order to cause the chaos and destruction that these folks are causing. If you look at, we'll get back to the Atlanta guy, but you, uh, you can scroll through Andy's Twitter feed and see a lot of that stuff. You can also go to Twitter, just type in black, black block. It's it, it was interesting to read some of the conversations uh, of many of these folks that I follow. Um, notice this here is uh, here is feral critters saying, why don't we have the same energy that we had last year? Why aren't we organizing this? Do I need to make a list and look at this, look at what, Look at the conversation going on. It's funny. And it's funny when you get to the end. Um, he says the people doing most of the coordinating got thrashed and treated like excrement. Radicals got burned out on constant lib washing of militant tactics. People lost jobs, housing, etc. State repression is catching up, which means they're getting arrested. And people have pending charges. People got permanent injuries, trauma. Everyone still has, quote, I can't do this until I get approval from black leadership, unquote, brain worms. Right. So these are remember, you saw the pictures. It's all a bunch of pasty white anarchists that are doing this. And some of them are resentful at the fact that they have to follow. They have to wait uh, on the people that they're using. Because Remember, they're operating under the label of black oppression, right? They're operating behind that picture. So they're using the black community and they're using the problems with, with black Americans at the center of it, like George Floyd and whatever. And so they're carrying this banner of black liberation, but notice it's, it's not about that for them. It's about, you know, burn down the state. And here these folks are resentful that they have to wait and follow the lead of black leadership since they're, you know, since they're leveraging black problems uh, and taking advantage of that. So they, they can't, they can't make it obvious to get out in front of all the black faces that they've put out there uh, that they're using as cover. So there's some resentment there in the movement about that. Uh, crawling with abusers and apologists triggering for survivors on a monthly basis. Uh, blank, blank, bleep, bleep. I don't even know what that means. Misogyny 
transphobia, racism, et cetera, that gets ignored for the sake of minimizing infighting. So there's a lot of infighting going on. Black, uh, they call it Rose City Justice and black blocks actually were almost fighting each other and threatening each other with murder during the Tuesday night march uh, over sexualization of activist spaces. So he's talking about all the reasons why they can't they can't make it as big as they did during the summer. Doxing from chuds and from people on our side. So they don't like being exposed. People simply got burned out. There's a lot of very serious reasons why people have stepped back, thriving on adrenaline and conflict during a global pandemic for a year straight thrashes people. Most of us are very young, too. I don't think shaming people for taking space slash time to pick up the fragments after their lives fall apart is particularly productive. I also think broadly dismissing mountains of interpersonal conflict and loss of trust as some flavor of leftist cannibalism is reductive. So I don't know. Call me bitter. Call me a hater. Call me divisive, etc. Bite me. Muting this now. NPS, help me stay housed. Please help me pay rent so I can stop stress crying about stable housing. And here's a little little ad for, for this little anarchist revolutionary activist who needs help maintaining stable housing. They're looking for consistent work and need to pay rent before they can start next month, meaning start the chaos again. Donations help keep them housed and fed. So here the little radicals and revolutionaries are whining about they don't have enough handouts uh, to to take care of them while they're burning down the city. So that's your that's your daily Portland. So go ahead and get your plane tickets now. Visit Portland, and uh, you can you can maybe I don't know bring a bag of bring a lunch uh, bag lunch for your favorite revolutionary who can't eat or pay his rent. All right. How about another blue, a visit to another great blue city, Atlanta, Atlanta here. This happened in Atlanta city councilman's car stolen after ceremony in Northwest Atlanta. Uh, this is Atlanta city councilman and mayoral candidate, Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown, was one that voted on the city council to defund the police. And now in broad daylight, after a uh, some sort of dedication ceremony, I think at Dunkin' Donuts, two or f I think four or five uh, youngsters tried to snag his 2016 Mercedes 450 while he was uh, basically standing right there. And uh, they jump in, snag his car. He's hanging on, gets dragged about a block, has to let go. Or he says he's going to he's going to fall. And uh, here's his his conclusion, by the way. Is that the reason. That uh, these youngsters. Tried to steal his Mercedes is essentially because they're poor. Uh, he says it's a it's a uh, an, an act of desperation, act of desperation. So now they're not stealing a loaf of bread or uh, steaks, right? It, it's not they're not stealing burgers, but they stole the Mercedes because they're uh, desperate due to their poverty.
And so that's why he wants to reimagine it, quote, reimagine policing, defund the police and reimagine uh, policing. Because this is how he sees the world. The reason these kids now I understand poverty and crime often go hand in hand, but he's essentially suggesting if you're poor, uh, I mean, this you're a, you're you're a thief. Right? This is what you do because you're poor. So they're they're desperately poor and uh, and poverty. Poverty will drive you to carjack uh, people who drive a Mercedes. Right. I figured if you're if you're poor and desperate, you would uh, maybe I mean, I would I would be stealing a steak. Right. I would want to steal a steak like this, like this steak right here. So I would I would be because you can't eat you can't eat a Mercedes. So I wouldn't. And it's probably hard. It would be hard to sell a stolen Mercedes to buy um you know, a good tasty steak like this. Now this, this steak in particular, this steak has sovereign smoke barbecue rub, sovereign smoke barbecue rub. You can go to uh, sovereignsmoke.com and get some of this. I'm telling you, this was cooked. This steak right here that, that no, uh, no, th- no chumps from Atlanta are going to steal this steak, nor are they going to steal my Mercedes, but this is good. This mm, I'm telling you, man, Chris Ann cooked this steak earlier with sweet heat. Sovereign smoke steak rub. You guys should go to sovereignsmoke.com. And get you some of this steak rub. I mean, it's good. They got barbecue, by the way. You can put on that barbecue sauce. Sweet heat barbecue sauce from Sovereign Smoke. This is good stuff. So, my man, Greg Laney, at Sovereign Smoke, sent us this. And it's fantastic. It's great. Greg, you can rub my steak anytime, bro. This is some good steak rub. And you guys should check that out. Sovereignsmoke.com. So I don't know why they would want to steal the councilman's Mercedes. If they're desperately poor, you, I don't know how that's going to help them very much. I don't think that's the reason why they stole the Mercedes. I really don't think that's the problem, councilman. But that's probably what, you know, he's on the city council. And that's probably why you know, Atlanta, that wonderful blue city is the way it is and has the crime problem that it has and the big crime wave that's happening. Uh, let's visit, let's visit another, another blue city while we're here. What's happening in Austin? Austin councilwoman says she was harassed, uh, by an outdoorsman near city city hall. I don't feel safe so apparently there are a bunch of outdoorsmen camping excuse me camping in front of city hall in austin i guess and they've 
trying to outlaw this or I don't know what they're doing. They're passing all sorts of resolutions. And so she doesn't feel safe. Apparently, the outdoorsmen there are armed with machetes and sticks and knives and all sorts of things. So Blue Austin, there you go. You can visit Blue Austin and see the outdoorsmen, maybe sit around the campfire with them in front of City Hall. And um, I don't know, help them sharpen their machetes and their knives. They even have metal pipes. Some of them, maybe some of them are plumbers. Maybe she, maybe it was a plumber she saw, but she didn't feel safe. The guy had a pipe, and uh, one guy had a machete and a big stick. So that's Austin. I mean, Democrats really take care of their cities. They really make it such a, such a family-friendly place, right? Because I, I love the outdoors. I love camping. I mean, I see these tents. Look at this. Look at these tents. I mean, doesn't that just make you, doesn't that make you all warm and fuzzy? Just seeing the tents and camping. I mean, bring, bring, bringing back childhood memories of the outdoors with all these guys in tents. I, I wonder, I don't know, maybe someone from Texas knows, were, were these tents donated to the outdoorsmen here? Uh, sleeping and living around uh, on the sidewalks and streets of Austin around City Hall. Maybe, I, I don't know, did the government give them these tents? Because several of these tents are very, very nice. I don't know what these outdoorsmen do for a living, but uh, they obviously have gotten access to some very nice tents. See, these are nice. Look, here's here's some more. These are nice tents. This is not shabby. This is not cardboard boxes. Look at there's a nice cooler right there. Look at that. Like what is really going on here? Doesn't this make you curious? Look look at all of look at oh he's got the little broom. He's keeping it nice. He's got the igloo cooler with wheels. This is one with the little handle with the wheels on it that you can roll around. Look at this. A pop up. Come on. This guy's got a pop up. Look and got the outdoor chairs. I mean, this is, bro, this is not your, this is not your grandpa's homelessness. Look at that. I mean, come on. This is nice. Now that's not nice. Yeah. Look, he's got a scooter. What's happening here? Look at that office chair. This, this has got to be a, I mean, at least $150 office chair. Look at the nice totes in really good shape. Where's all this stuff coming from? What is happening here? What's going on in Austin? I mean, Democrat cities are strange. They're just hard. It's hard to figure out. Really hard to figure out. There's a lot of money. A lot of money apparently pouring into the homeless camps in Austin. So if you are, if you are an outdoorsman, Austin seems like the place to be. So it's fascinating. Because uh, I understand California, California buys tents and stuff like this for um, for the outdoorsmen living on their sidewalks and in their streets because they figure, I mean, I don't know, they're they're trying to make them comfortable. You want you want them to I mean, you want to you want them to have a nice place to live while they're living on the sidewalk. Right. You don't you don't want that to be 
really uncomfortable. So you want you want to make these guys comfortable. You want to make them feel at home. There was a great there's a documentary about uh, all of the outdoorsman problem uh, in in uh, I think it's either Portland or Seattle. I think it's Seattle. Yeah, yeah, Seattle seems to me. And there's a documentary you can see there. And, and I mean, just guys drugged out. I mean, strung out on drugs and loving it. And one guy's just so happy that he gets to do all these kind of drugs and that the policy of this great blue city is, is really not to bother him and just, just, just kind of help him enjoy his drug life as he ravages the city. He's just ecstatic about this and so happy and just living his best life. And while the city apparently is buying the tents and they, they, I think they buy the needles. I, they may even contribute to uh, give them allowance for the drugs. I'm not quite sure. Uh, so this may be, this may be some of what Austin is doing as well. So put that on your list of blue cities to visit. And then a, a sad, a sad story, another blue city that uh, is, is now in the news all of a sudden. Uh, this uh, sad story, San Jose shooter shot up, uh, shot up a, a rail, the railroad uh, place where he worked, apparently, and killed, I think, eight or nine people uh, in in San Jose. And uh, there was there was a guy look looked like maybe he was Sikh that was running around, um, had left his safe, uh, safe place and was running around telling people to hide and, uh, you know, apparently saved, uh, saved a lot of lives because of that. And, and it turns out, I mean, not that this is a surprise or unusual. In fact, it's become characteristic of these things that the shooter was previously questioned by law enforcement, uh, over hatred of the workplace he allegedly told his girlfriend that he 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 was bitter about his workplace and wanted to kill uh, his coworkers, and she said she didn't think he was serious. And uh, questioned by law enforcement, I, I think the FBI once again. Uh, who knows? Seems like they all they're always the, the shooters are always in conversation at some point with the FBI prior to them killing people. Just pretty much. Every single time. It's it's really fascinating how that continues to happen. So uh, the one guy saved a lot of people, ends up getting killed himself in a stairwell. Um, of course, it's California and no one, no one, uh, I believe, was armed. So he wasn't stopped until he stopped himself. In contrast, uh, in in a red city the city of Ogden, Utah, an armed school employee stops an attempted kidnapping. So there wasn't a mass shooting. The 11-year-old girl wasn't taken because there was somebody with a gun who confronted him and was able to uh, able to turn him turn him away and the girl got away and all the 20 students uh, got back inside. And uh, so a gun stopped him, which didn't happen in Blue San Jose. Red Ogden, 
a gun stop the bad guy. So your choice. What about Chicago? I thought we'd look into Chicago. Good old, I mean, this this is probably one of the top blue tourist sites in America. You can go to visit, uh, visit the great Democrat strongholds in America. Uh, two killed, 19 wounded in shootings. Uh, this was just this is just Wednesday. Two people killed, 19 others wounded, including a 16-year-old boy gunned down on the far south side. Um, inside his home, less than four hours later, 20-year-old year old man was shot and killed, South Shore neighborhood, uh, sitting in his car. Other shootings, 19-year-old man shot on the south side, uh, walking in a drive-by. Man and woman wounded in Hyde Park and south, south side, sitting in their car. Four people wounded in two shootings. Inglewood on the south side, 15-year-old boy in the car, shot in the hand. Um, around the same time, three men were shot in a drive-by, standing on the sidewalk. A uh, man wounded in Woodlawn, south side, shot while standing on the sidewalk. Stay off Chicago sidewalks, apparently. A man was wounded, drive-by little village on the south side, 20-year-old, 22-year-old, sitting in your car. Don't sit in your car. Get where you're going. Get out. Actually, you're not safe inside because so many of these were shot in their house so it doesn't seem like uh anywhere is really safe in chicago so there you go some of your uh blue city updates just a visit just a little tour around america today just to give you an idea of how the democrat party and the leftists destroy anything they touch bring chaos destruction and death everywhere they go while standing indignant like Gavin Newsom after San Jose shooting, standing indignant about, about the guns, the gun. Once again, according to Gavin Newsom, a gun made someone kill people. A gun made someone kill people. Now in Utah, apparently guns save lives. Guns stop kidnappings. But uh, in, in Gavin Newsom world, the gun made the guy kill somebody. And, and what the heck's wrong with us? What the heck's wrong with us? He says, so we need to confiscate guns. And, uh, I don't have time for this. We are out of time, but maybe we'll look at this next time. You might want to take a look at some of the, uh, footage From the hearings of Joe Biden's ATF nominee, who very clearly wants to outlaw every possible gun that he can and go door to door and confiscate them. He tried incredibly hard not to just simply say that outright throughout this hearing, but nothing was clearer. Nothing was clearer with Joe Biden's ATF nominee that he wants to ban every gun he possibly can and wants those who don't turn them in, he would prefer, he would prefer a system of, 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 of stopping the purchases and, 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 you know, a peaceful, peaceful surrender of your guns. He would prefer that. That's what he would prefer. 
but basically every sporting rifle, by his definition, every sporting rifle in America, he wants banned. This is the Joe Biden administration. So make no mistake, the Biden administration wants your firearms and they are willing to take them if you don't surrender them. This this was the testimony. If you listen clearly to what he said, this is the testimony of Joe Biden's ATF nominee. He wants to ban every single firearm in existence, and he wants to forcibly remove any that remain in your possession. Did he make that statement directly? Did he say that word for word? No, he did not. But go watch the hearing, and there is no other conclusion that you can reasonably draw. Will they attempt to do this? They will attempt to do all that they're able to do. Will they go you know, will they go all out? Are, are they coming? Are they coming to your door? Are they coming knocking on your door? Probably not. But if they can get away with it, they would. But they will, make no mistake, they will do everything within their power to get as close to that reality as possible. And I'll leave you, I'll, I'll leave you simply with this statement. This administration is the most radical, anti-American, anti-gun, anti-constitution, anti-liberty, murderous, racist regime that has ever led this country. They are absolute radical anti-Americans. They are dangerous. And we have to take control of our state and local governments to be the backstop against their radical agenda. We have to secure our voting systems. We have to get people uh, out voting. We have to get people running. You have to get loud. You have to get active. You have to make sure that they do not destroy this nation because that is exactly what they want to do. Make no mistake about it. I'm J.C. Hall, and I approve this message. We'll see you next time. God bless. Thanks for the super chat. Appreciate you guys. Come back and see us next time, and uh, keep following us. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach.
unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged. One person will stand up upon a single person. And then everybody else will stand. A gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs. A Tampa Bay pastor has been arrested, sentenced to a week in she jail. She also and tore up a cease and desist letter. We have a posterity waiting for us to say, we will not comply so you will be free. We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down when all should be standing? And why do we